Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, I am so excited as we are continuing our series, Time to Amplify, Time to Amplify. And as we do that, our message today is actually coming from the book of Luke, the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 22. Luke, chapter 22. And we're going to begin at verse 35 today. Luke 22 and 35. And here the word of God reads, it says, And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse and script and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said, Nothing. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise his scrip. And he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say unto you, that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors, for the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. It is enough. Today we're going to speak from the subject, do it. Do it. As Jesus opens this passage, he opens it by reflecting on the first time he sent his disciples on a mission. And this story is actually found in Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. And Jesus is recounting it here. He's reflecting upon it. But during that time, uh, it took place after Jesus appointed his 12 apostles and gathered together 72 disciples to serve with them. Jesus sent the disciples out two by two into every city and town that he was going to later visit. So he sent them out in every area that he was going to go back to later. Jesus specifically sent them out without any resources or even not even a change of shoes. <laughs> he didn't send them out with anything. No, no knapsack, no script, no change of shoes, no sandals, nothing. He simply sent them out to do what he had called them to do. But they went out depending on the providence of God. The providence of God. Many of you may remember, I've shared with you this concept before. This simply means that God would guide them and provide for them through their journey. So with everything they needed, they were trusting God. They were trusting him to provide, trusting him to provide. So the disciples, they had to declare the message of the kingdom of God and the coming Messiah and know that God was going to take care of them. Know that he was going to take care of them. If they were hungry, they knew that he was going to provide food. If they needed transportation, they knew that he was going to provide the donkey. He was going to provide whatever it was. If they needed lodging, whatever it was, they knew that he was going to provide. They learned how to trust God. They learned how to trust God. But they also learned how to trust God moving through people. 
they learned that God would move on the hearts of people and they would be able to fulfill their calling and their purpose as other people would come and help them help them walk alongside them, make sure they had food, make sure they made the connections in the areas where they needed to, to get the word of the kingdom of God out. So they trusted God. They learned how to trust him, learned how to trust him. They learned how to trust in the, in God touching the hearts of other people, of other people. They also had to learn when they had to, when they had shared everything that they were called to share, and if people didn't receive their message, they learned to knock the dust off their feet and keep moving. I need somebody to type in chat right now. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Listen, there, there's sometimes you're going to share some stuff with people and they are not going to receive it. You just knock the dust off your feet and keep on moving. Keep on moving. Why is this important, Pastor? Because it's easy for us to sometimes get stuck with folks who are stuck. It's easy to get stuck with other folks who are stuck. You're coming and you're telling them, listen, I know that God is what he, he wants to reveal some things to you. He wants to show some truths to you because he has a purpose for your life. And they're sitting there saying, well, you know what? I, I, I know you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But, but here's the thing, you know, they just treated me so bad at that other church. You know, they treated me so bad down the street at that other place. You know, I, I, I want to believe, you know, I, want, I, I know God good. And, and they'll give you every excuse in the book and you'll sit there for hours hours trying to convince them i mean here it is they're stuck and now you're stuck because they're stuck and now you allow yourself to stay stuck you've got to get to the place this year in 2022 where you will not allow yourself to be stuck with folks who are stuck Listen, you say, well, Pastor, I'm a Christian. I want to be a good Christian. Listen, I want you to be a good Christian. I want you to be a faithful Christian. So that means when you see that after you poured out what God has told you to pour out, you need to knock the dust off your feet and keep moving. Listen, if there's a burden on your heart for them, you can't continue to pray. You do know that, right? While you're walking, exiting stage right, you can keep on going and keep on praying for them. Do you know that the Holy Spirit can move on them while you are in another locale don't you know that your prayers are not limited by space or time you realize that right so you can go somewhere else and be praying for them and maybe it was just for you to sow the seed remember we talked about that recently to sow the seed someone else comes to water and someone else will reap the harvest but don't you get stuck with them while they are where, where they are don't you get stuck while they're stuck no you let them go ahead you keep moving you keep moving so here it says they knocked the dust off their feet and kept moving, kept moving. But also during this process, they saw God's hand on their lives, using them as they revealed the kingdom of God, laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, doing all of these things under the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. They did it all, setting the stage for the ministry of Jesus to be released in an even greater measure. All of this was happening. All of this took place. But when we come to this passage, Jesus shares a different viewpoint with his disciples. I want you to look with me at verse 36. Look at verse 36. Here it says, Then said he unto them, But now, 
he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise his scrip. And he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Here, Jesus wanted his disciples to be prepared to use their resources. Let me say that again. He wanted his disciples to be prepared to use their resources. Jesus expected the disciples to be prepared to leave for their assignment. He wanted them to be prepared. He believed that they should be prepared. It is important that we prepare to fulfill what the Lord has given us to do. I need someone to type in chat one word, prepare, prepare. Listen, this is our time, our season, that we must make sure that we are prepared. We are prepared. Listen, he wanted them to be ready to go out, not going out haphazardly, not going out wishing and hoping, but to actually go out prepared with a plan of action. Prepare, prepare, type it, type prepare, type prepare in chat. Listen, before they, because they had had such a great harvest, such a great harvest that they had to deal with. The disciples simply went door to door trying to reach anybody and everybody. And you know that. It's just like when a sales company comes into a community. They're seeing where the numbers are so high. And they're like, oh, my goodness. If we could just get some salespeople, they start bringing everybody, all the college kids that just got out of school, everybody, and training them on this little program so they could go out there and sell it. They're simply playing the numbers game. If we can get so many of them out there, that's going, and they're going out there trying to sell. Well, here, there were so many people who needed to hear the gospel. Jesus had taken time and taught and poured into his disciples. He said, now nah, I simply need you to go out and share the gospel. Don't worry about taking anything with you. you, you, you you're going to have to move too fast. You don't have time to be sitting around carrying all this stuff. No, no, no. You go ahead and go out. The Lord, the Father will provide. Your Father will provide. And he did. He did. He provided everything. That's what happened when they went out. And, and if, if the owner of the house received them in peace, if the owner of the house received them in peace, then they abode with them. They abode with them. But if not, what did they do? They kept moving. They kept moving. They kept moving. However, now Jesus wanted them to not simply rely on God guiding them every step, but to actually plan the way that they should go. He wanted them to plan their way, to plan their way, the way that they should go. Listen, Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9, it says this. It says, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. We also know that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord and the Lord delighteth in his way. But notice here, Solomon told us that uh, the, the, told us that a man's heart plans his way. You need to plan your way. If you plan your way, the Lord will order your steps. Do you see that? If you plan your way, the Lord will order your steps. If you sit there and you plan it, the Lord will guide you. He will. The Lord wants us to proceed with confidence, knowing that he is still with us, guiding us. But he wants us to prepare. He wants us to prepare. Remember, type prepare. Type prepare. He wants us to prepare. We also need 
uh, uh, to understand that at this season, this very season, as we start this year, as we as we're getting ready to proceed in what God has given us this season, the Lord is expecting more from us. He's expecting more from us. This is why we must prepare. We must prepare. It's time to not simply go out blindly performing tasks as being a, a as doing just being a task taker. No, this is not time to do that, but to actually proceed with a plan of action birthed by God, walking it out until we see it come to pass. Do you hear me? We're taking this plan of action that is birthed by God and we're walking it out until we see it come to pass. Until we see it come to pass. I need somebody to type in chat God's plan. God's plan. This is the Lord's plan. He's birthed it in your heart. This is what he, you've been sitting up hours and, and writing and, and jotting down things for. This is what you've been working on this for. It's his plan that he's birthed in you. Well, now it's time to get up and to walk it out. To walk it out. Do you think it's supposed to stay on paper forever? Do you think he gave it to you to simply write it out and frame it and look at it? No, he gave it to you as a plan of action as a plan of action to move you forward, to move you forward. We've got to understand that's what we're supposed to do. And yes, there are going to be challenges. Yes, there are going to be challenges. Yes, there are going to be disappointments. There are. I'd love to be able to tell you that no, everything is going to be perfect and you're never going, you're not going to miss a beat. There are going to be no disappointments. Everybody's going to be on your team. Everybody's going to be on your squad. Soon as they hear you, soon as they see you, but I'm not going to deceive you. I'm going to teach you the truth. Understand that yes, these things are going to happen, but this time your preparation has you ready to press beyond them until you see your victory. Do you hear me? Because you took the time to prepare, because you took the time to write it, because you took the time to study it, because you took the time to meditate on it, because you took the time to go and get consultation, because you took the time to do all of these things, then yeah, you had you got a couple of way haymakers. They hit you pretty good and you had to recover. You had to get your balance back. But the devil didn't think you were going to stand, stand up there. He thought you were going to fall down. But no, you stood there. You got your bearings back and you kept moving forward. You kept moving forward. Listen, you're going to keep moving and you're going to see your victory this time. You're going to see your victory this time. I need somebody to shout in their house this time, this time, right where you are, wherever you are. If you're in your car this time, if you're in your house this time, I don't care where you are. You just shout this time. Others around you may not know, but I want you to know that this time you're going to see that victory. This time you're going to see the manifestation because this time you're not going to quit. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.